Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hunter the Vigil Terminus Tendency, this new world of darkness chronicle. I am William, and I'm your storyteller. And joining me today, we have Jack. Hey, everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Nikolai Delka, the member of the Ascending Ones and our medic. And John. I'm John. I'm playing Zero Albright, the director of operations at a base pirate. And Jeremy? Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Kayla Wynn, uh, uh, Network Zero journalist hacker person. And Holly. I'm Holly. I'm playing Astrid Ashwin, Knights of St. Adrian, Kill Hobo. Or Murder Hobo. Whatever I am. I, Kill Hobo. Hobo is 10 times Kill, Kill Hobo is great. Kill Hobo. The problem with Kill Hobo is that it might be taken as a directive rather than a descriptive, and we might want to veer away from that one. <laughs> I mean, that just means you become Kill Bill, right? I mean, Murder Hobo does not sound any better. Murder Hobo sounds actively more like a description, though, than it does a directive. Uh, only because we've heard it in that context. Probably. I was going to say, I think, I think that's a contextual interpretation. But, contextual, but anyway. Cultural contextualities are still relevant. But... We will, we will not be joined by Aaron tonight, um, but Craig, our, our uh, who's playing Paul, our uh, Aegis Kaidoru acquisitions expert, will be joining us later. Or is it this. Paul that's playing Craig? No. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nope. it's just not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> when last we left off with our cell of hunters, um, the group had made their way following one uh, brother kindness, uh, following his guidance to the last known location of Alexander the Fate Weaver before 
some variety of mystic backlash supposedly claimed his life and the sheer existence of the area around where the backlash occurred. Uh, encountering his, his ghost, as it were, as much as a ghost of someone can be of someone who goes much as a ghost can exist of someone who was supposedly eliminated from reality. Um, they learned that there exists in the background, pulling the strings of much of the events surrounding the terminus tendency, a group of super uh, of supremely powerful supernatural creatures known as the council that have been manipulating events. Uh, they also learned that the colonel, the one leading the largest faction of vampires moving into the Atlanta area, is the lieutenant of one of the members of this council, one the Nukalavi, uh, who, who is presumed to be one of the Fae. Um, after an amount of conversation in which Colleen connected with the ghost of her father, um, and learned a bit more about herself while the rest of the group investigated what remained of Alexander's laboratory that had escaped the blast. Hmm. The group now is yet to determine who their first target will be, whether they intend to go after the torch uh, in solving that particular situation, or if they wish to go directly after the colonel as the lead that supposedly, according to the ghost of Alexander will lead, will give them not only the opportunity and direction, but also the potential power to face down. the Uh, But before we rejoin them there, we go ahead and move forward to an undisclosed location in a darkened room as an individual continues giving their report. Right. So, Information recording from that from that conversation is a little bit spotty, especially in the aftermath. Um, but what we did, what we do gather, is that from this point on, the cells' motivations become somewhat more defined. Their need to move on and find their targets becomes a little bit more urgent as they discover exactly what's going on. Well as they get some hints as to what's going on. But the targets they've got in front of them are crafty and not exactly soft soft uh, opponents. So regardless of whoever, they're ending up, whoever they ended up going after, the ambuscade in progress is a difficult thing to set up on either of these individuals. And we return to the group as in, I believe, Nikolai, Paul, and Astrid are in the lab. I think so. Hmm? Others are right. making phone calls. So, who would like to 
Uh, I think I still have like three phone calls to resolve. Yes, so we can go ahead and start with that. <laughs> uh, so I had called, um, I had called to have start having, uh, if I believe we had determined that probably one of the buildings uh, neighboring the lot uh, was. Tower group owned, yeah, and you intended to have, have have furniture and stuff delivered to that well, lot. I'm intending to have it revamped into a medical facility. Mm. To a medical medical and R and D facility. And to use that revamping as an excuse to get furniture delivered for more furniture in the in the lab that can't be into us. Um and then I was, uh, I, um, I was calling to, or I had already called to set up. I don't know if we ever got around to confirming that it was done or what was happening. But I had previously called to get uh, people looking around for um, people, uh, any of our people that were staffed at hospitals to start uh, checking on instances of people. <clears throat> um, checking out or buying blood or stealing blood or anything like that from hospitals because we know there isn't a we know there is a large vampiric convoy or at least one large vampire in the convoy there aren't mass like he has to have his forces fed so he has to be getting his blood from somewhere and isn't mass murdering people blood there aren't mass numbers of abductions reported or anything that so checking to see if there have been any act any particular hospitals along the route that had previously uh that were seeing buying or stealing blood or anything like that. um and i think the other i had them relevant All right. Yeah. So those those are those are in progress then. Oh yes, and the other important thing uh, that the group had found uh, while searching through the lab was what appeared to be either the genuine articles or at least noteworthy imitations of the Crimson Veil and the Fetters of Fenrir, which we had put back in the statue we found them in. <laughs> So yeah, that's what I'm checking on. Alright, Kayla, are you up to anything other than just recording? I legitimately don't remember. Uh, well, I remember the last thing that you had been up to prior to the end of the session uh, was recording the conversation between Colleen and her ghost dad. Yes, no, I... Uh... Trying to think of no, because there was something that happened after that, because that conversation is done. Yeah. Um, the rest I, of the group. I'm, I've been trying to think, and I know that I spoke with someone. This is why I should watch this stuff after. I know. I know after. you, me, and Paul made phone call. That's all. I know. Do you remember who I called? No. <laughs> well, what good are you? Um. This is what happens when we're down two people to start of the session. Everyone's trying to remember what the hell they were doing. I mean, that has less to do with being down two people and more more to do with, with you know, memory is the first thing to go when you get them. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, that is 
apparently true. Hmm. Yeah. Are you uh, saying you're old, Jeremy? <laughs> it, it, I, I, you you got the joke. Uh, no, I'm going to. I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna head downstairs because I haven't seen this nonsense yet. All right. So you you walk downstairs. Yeah, you were in the middle of uh, videotaping a child talking with their ghost dad. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, so you you head down the stairs and through the the wooden door, uh, noting the disabled traps on the inside. Yep. Um, and step into this combination library laboratory alchemist lab uh, environment with. A couple different, a couple stories tall, with bookshelves lining every single wall, and tables scattered throughout with various reagents and ingredients set about. Uh, with uh, Paul and and Nikolai uh, start trying to organize as much as they can. Nikolai taking up several reagents that would be useful for uh, his potions. Uh huh. All right, be honest. If you had your choice, you'd never leave here, right? I mean... Okay, look, I'm not going to lie. Being a field medic is a lot of fun and shit, but if there was a full-time job that mostly involved me making up things that would help people and keep them entertained and happy and nice just stayed here away from all you know the claws and the teeth and the nasty magic and shit yeah as Jack needs a third character as he accidentally NPCs Nikolai no not at all (laughs) because right now Nico is needed in the field right Uh, if only if only this were a paying job I know, right? I mean, I mean, that's that's what that's why we do the side trades, though. <laughs> uh, side trade, main trade, same thing for me. But I mean, just different different beats. Yeah, and and yeah, yours probably doesn't involve too much babysitting of rich kids. I'm guessing. Isn't somebody here paying you? Astrid will say. Can you go? Yeah, but they're paying me to actually be out there getting shot at and shit. I was saying... Yeah. So what's the plan from here? I think we take the red thing and bait in a vampire and then... That's what I heard anyway. Yeah, I think we need to kill the colonel. Get the key. Interrogating him would be nice too. Okay. Like if we can. I mean, if we can't, it's fine. So we need to find him. Yeah. Well, we supposedly have a pattern that we can use to track him, at least his convoy, Colleen says. Oh, really? Yeah, um, apparently according to the information that we managed to gather on him, he drives his convoy in a Fibonacci spiral around a certain center point in Atlanta because he's pretentious like that. That is the that is the weirdest, greatest, and dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life, and I love it. 
wait. So what, what you're what you're what you're saying is is that our primary target is a giant undead fucking nerd? Yes. Also a Nazi, I say as I come back in. That too. So He's also a vampire Nazi. So surprising number of white nerds these days are kind of Nazi sympathetic as well, which is... He's not wrong. I, I think he's like an actual Nazi, though, not Nazi sympathetic. No, so, yeah, like, so, like from Germany. Yeah. So less alt-right, more Robert Langdon novel. Yeah, like like I I believe the story that we have is that he is literally from the Third Reich. Less less alt right, more Third Reich. All right. Well, we've got a Fibonacci sequence, and any point uh, uh, a start point would be best. Any point along that along that route, um, I can find him. Yeah, but we still have the last spot the last spot that we found his his convoy at, so I also have my people checking in along the sea. Have been any suspicious activities coming in and going up. He has to be getting blood somewhere he's in the trail of bodies but Anybody know how good the Wi Fi in this place is? Well, if it doesn't, it, joking, if it doesn't exist, it probably doesn't exist. Yeah, I, I was mostly joking, but you never know. I could have, I could have something set up if you'd like. Now let's go somewhere else and do it. Very well. I think I saw a Starbucks on the way in. Let's. Mm-hmm. Also, if you give it. Two days, the building in art nearest, I say, pointing in one direction, will be a state-of-the-art medical R&D facility, so it will have Wi-Fi access. Do we... Okay, uh, two things. One, you're going to build that in two days? Well, we're remodeling the existing... Yeah. Okay. It's probably a modular drop-in thing. They... Right. CHO and... Isn't the CDC around here somewhere? Yeah. Yes, the CDC is somewhere around here. Anyway, modular medical transportable things are totally a thing. (laughs) Something, something, big pharma, something, unlimited resources, something, dark side. You're picking, you're picking up what I'm laying. Um, so, but we don't have, we don't have two days apparently. Or, I mean, I don't know if we want to wait two days. So let's just go find somewhere because I would prefer not a Starbucks. I would prefer somewhere with some privacy. Just go back to my place. That works. I also have a portable. I also have a portable Wi-Fi signal. Of course you do. Don't take this as a sign of my mistrust of you, but I'm not using your Wi-Fi. Fair enough. I feel like that's directly a sign of your mistrust of him. No, it's not. It's a... a, mm. Caution is a good trick. So we're going back to... Uh Astrid's apartment. And Nico looks at Astrid kind of out of the side of his eye as he says it, because I think this is the first time he's ever referred to her by her first name and is half expecting to get an axe to the face. (laughs) 
Hang on. I think I can do a thing, Colleen says. As she sort of stands, there, there's there's several different circles that have been drawn for, for like alchemical purposes and, and ritual purposes throughout this area. And she kind of steps into the middle of one. I can't do this. I can't do this very often and probably only in areas like this. Um, but I think I can, I might be able to pull this off. She says, as she brings her hands together and then slowly drags them apart. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Before I do this. Vehicles and equipment upstairs. Yeah. They're kind of safer over here, aren't they? Where no one knows where they're at. We have vehicles and equipment that I'm going to need to do what we're planning on doing. Okay. She says, put, putting her hands back I down. I appreciate it, but at least let me get, like, my computer equipment. Sure. Also, well, I'd, it, also I'd rather drive. I'm sure, but I can get us places, at least for now, I can get us there faster and without people watching us. It's true. Also, oh. that circle looks like my mom, only it would cost her an arm and a leg to get her here. Hmm. I'm sorry, what? That was a reference to an animated series published in- I'm sorry, what? Sorry, I- Something that can be explained with a Netflix- (laughs) Quickly comes down with, like, probably two backpacks worth of stuff. So- you want to try portal because it's you know not observed and faster than driving just to be clear have you ever done this before no do we know what kind of effect it might have on having never before teleported but having seen a wide variety of postul- of, of uh, positing on what the effects of teleportation might be, if done incorrectly, and also standing underneath the reminder of what happens when one uses magic carelessly, I might suggest... I'm for driving. I'm down for being teleported. This sounds interesting. All right. Um, so you guys meet us at the apartment... Kayla and I will stay here and help or watch Colleen light this fucking candle. Right. (laughs) See you when we're splinched. Hopefully you will not also be a fly at the other. (laughs) I will head out to my car. Of course. Astrid will go to her bike. Of course, the the guy the guy who, who's part of the giant medical conglomerate makes the fly reference. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, fly. Um, Let's give this a shot then. I will go ahead before he does that. I'm going to really quick just set up like somewhere in here a video camera pointed at the door motion activated and hook it up to a burner phone mm-hmm. so we don't have wi-fi here but if somebody does somehow manage to get down here despite all despite the safeguards i can get like a video text that just go ahead and roll me intelligence computers add your conspiracy dots okay. just to see 
intelligence, computer. Because this is your job, but. Um. <laughs> Five successes. Yeah, it's like you managed to set it up perfectly in the, in the spot where it's got the, the the perfect angle to see to get a full facial view of anyone walking in through the door, and you managed to set it up with the with the burner phone perfectly, no issues. Bandex, so. you want in on this, or are you gonna keep the library going? Ah, hmm? uh, fig- figure I might as well go with you. Spanner says. Um, on my way out. I'm going to make a call to have a pickup team, to have a retrieval team come and get the monster parts that I collected out of the lab. I'm going to mm-hmm. leave them at the building that we are momentarily going to be re- uh, refurbishing in our deal. So they mm-hmm. picked up and delivered to a different... Yep. So what you're saying is you're setting up a dead drop. Setting up a dead drop. Hey. I'm setting up a dead <laughs> with a note, with a note on, with a note on the um, the 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 werewolf sinew that I might have a, but not to, not to embed it. Anymore. So, Colleen kind of goes back into the circle, sets her hands together again, puts them out forward, and slowly starts to draw her hands apart. And you can see in the air in front of her this sort of crackling of energy that slowly begins to condense and coalesce into this small sort of crackling blue sphere that begins to flatten out into a disc that then slowly expands into a circular pane that begins to widen out until it reaches about the width and height of a man uh, in, in circle. And then the, 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 is currently staring into just a black abyss. And then slowly that, that blackness on the intern on the inside of the pane uh, begins to transition into a view of the interior of Astrid's apartment. All right, if you want to step through, she says, holding her hands out. All right, I've got an idea. Before we do that, assuming you can hold this for a second, yeah, it's a little it's a little stressful, but most of the energy was in the initiation. Nico pulls out his phone, FaceTimes Kayla. You good? You got the call? I don't know. Do I? Do I? Have yeah, you, you get you get a FaceTime, yeah. And then he throws it through <laughs> the hole. You watch a camera go soaring, and there's just this there's this line of transition as it goes from one place to another. We still good? Right. Looks like. And he'll go get his phone. You walk through the you walk through the portal and you step into Kayla, and you step into to um, Astrid's apartment and retrieve your phone. So many thoughts about how you could do crime really good with this. Okay. <laughs> what time of day is it? Uh, I believe you intended to go like mid afternoon. Were Archer and Alexander still at her apartment? Probably. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, Kayla and Spanner follow him through. I'm assuming. Yes, I. Yeah. yeah. So, as everyone else goes through, I mean, uh, 
Kayla does. I can't speak for her. Yeah, yeah. Spanner, Spanner also does. Uh, and after everyone's through, Colleen steps through the portal and it closes behind her. Awesome. I'm going to need to get an Uber to go get my car later, but that was cool. I can't do that super often yet. And I can, it's, it's a lot easier in places like that place where there's a lot of convergence of mystical energies, but it's something that I've been learning as I've been getting a little bit more powerful. I've been able to do a little bit more. Okay. Here's a question though. Is there like a, a proportional energy transfer? Like, is it harder or easier to do a big hole? Can you do like a small hole and just stick your hand through it? Uh, size isn't as much of a factor as just like, so there's this thing that werewolves, uh, like to, like to say, like to mention a lot, um, about, you know, how thick the, the dimensional boundaries are in an individual location. Uh Um, and basically in places where that's thinner, it's easier to open one of those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 It's it's more a matter of creating the hole that connects two places in space. Yeah, the size doesn't matter once you've got the hole opened. Right. Okay. I'd, I'd say really really big ones might be more of a strain. Like if I wanted to drop a building on someone, but you know, let's put a pin in that because we do have to ambush a vampire at some point, and you never know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kayla, what is it you're doing with Wi-Fi again? Uh, and she's busy. As Nico goes back to being fourteen, pulling <laughs> some shit out of her out of her backpack. Uh, I am setting up to. So, I may or may not. Spoiler alert: It's may have access to to traffic cams around the city. Oh, that's good. And which is very useful when you're tracking a convoy that travels in a. In a in a predictable sequence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we know sequence. We plot it out. We look at historical footage to make sure it's accurate, and then we predict where they're going to be. In Fibonacci spirals have right. Fibonacci spirals have a center, right? Generally, and this one was centered on what again? Um. Some point in Atlanta, from what we could gather. Let's find out. Yeah. I was going to say, because, I mean, if he's a fucking nerd, I f- figure, you know, yeah, Fibonacci spirals are cool and all, but he's also going to have a reason for putting it where he puts it. Right. Yeah, that shouldn't be too hard to figure out. <laughs> yeah, just Nazi, go ahead. Nazi neckbeard Zodiac killer vampire. This is, yeah, this is some weird ass <laughs> shit. There needs to be a limit on the number of hyphenates you can put into a mountain biking vampire witch from the future. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Romeo intelligence and academics. Your research specialty applies okay. to just figure out the figure out the spiral. Uh, and I will spend willpower on this one. So that's actually plus four. So there are three successes. Nice. Yeah. So the uh, the spiral 
from what you can gather, they're not just like continuously traveling out because the Fibonacci spiral continues to spiral outward and gets further and further away. Yeah. It seems like they, they go out to a certain distance and then reverse and go back in. And then once they hit the origin point, they spiral back out again. <clears throat> so, they're, so they're never staying still for too long. Uh, it looks like the dead center is the Georgia State Capitol off of Capitol Square and MLK Jr. Drive. Oh, that's terrifying. The seat of government. Uh-huh. It would make so much sense. That's good to explain a lot. Um, <laughs> this just in Brian Kemp confirmed vampire. Now he's a literal one. Georgia politics. <laughs> we have a new marketing strategy for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Famous political figures or supernatural creatures? I mean, if there was any brilliant marketing strategy for a, for, for a, a Hunter actual play, that would be it. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> um, all right, well... I guess the next step I can keep uh, I can keep an eye on Do we have an idea of what the colonel looks like? I say to the uh, to 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 Oh no no Paul's seen him. Um, because I can I can set up a I, I can set up to to some facial recognition apps things like that to keep it keep an eye along this route to see if he shows up. We can predict where this convoy is going to be. There are there are several options, and it just depends on what we want to do. Or should we wait until everybody else gets here to make that call? I mean, find out how long it takes them to get here. But um, I don't think anyone's actually. We drove. We 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 drove the reverse of the amount of time it would take to get there because we went straight from Astrid's to the. So we should know approximately. Yeah, it takes about Especially twenty with minutes. Check with the traffic app. Yeah, it ta- takes about twenty minutes with traffic, maybe thirty. Yeah, so probably not long because it'd take a little while to to do all that shit. Yeah. Um, I've seen the colonel. Um, maybe I can. And yeah, she sort of like folds her hand open and there's a photo in her hand. That works. And so she she sort of hands it over to Kayla, which then I will. Yep. Which you get to see this sort of 
very short, um, uh, well-kept hair on a sort of heavily mangled and definitely seen a lot of um, brutality face with the very short crops, very close mustache, yep. pair of goggles, the military outfit with the with the overcoat. Ah, exactly what I would exactly the the what what I would probably draw myself if somebody said Nazi vampire. Okay, good to know. Um, digitize that and start setting some stuff up. Well, everybody else that probably gets there. And about, yeah, about uh, 15, 20 minutes later, the rest of the group arrives. So, as we get to the door, look over to Astrid. That's on whether or not everyone. Hmm. Yeah, sure. Or against. I have confidence in Colleen. Uh, I'll be four. And Buck says bugs. All right. Open. 20 says they're in one piece. Open the door. <laughs> the three of them, or the four of them are all sort of in the living room with computers out and having conversations and trying to think, pinpoint things. Without missing a beat, reach into my vest, yeah. pull out a money clip, Pull ten bucks off of it, hand it over to. <laughs> Thank you. It would be funnier if you said, "I'm sorry. Can you break a? Can you break a five hundred? That's close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you break a Benji? <laughs> well, I see we are all gathered once again. Yep. Yep. I also see none of you have fly face. That is a nope. market improvement. Is, is it really an improvement, or is it just the same as it was? Colleen asks. That would potentially be anyway. So I've got bad news and and, and well, good no no. Legitimately, this is good news and bad news. Good news is we've got the course. We 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 know we know the course that he's taking. Good news. Step two is we're currently keeping an eye. We're we're currently now tracking. Well, hold on. Tap tap tap. Now we're tracking for uh, uh, trying to locate him uh, through traffic cams. Bad news is the center of his uh, uh, of his little um, uh, Da Vinci Code route is is the Capitol building. Hammond of the governor. No, we have not. I've heard that theory many times, but also read it. You have an image of vampire. the the governor. Oh, the vampire. <laughs> the governor. You're gonna have to clarify there. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, William. Throw it up on screen. I'm assuming that Big Pharma has lobbyists in the state capitol. Obviously. I'm going to give a call once more to, uh, to my associates and have any of our, lo and have them reach out to any of our lobbyists and see if any of them are familiar with this individual. 
Um, they'll probably get back to you tomorrow sometime. Take it any time, but well, I have people inside the state capital that can certainly determine what the relationship that individual has with the bill. Until your resting villain persona is showing. Unaware that it had ever left. Eh. But no good. That's that's legitimately good. Meanwhile, I'll, as previously stated, I also have individuals checking blood banks and hospitals throughout the along the route, so there. Yeah. Um one of your traffic cameras gives you a hit, Kayla. That was um, quick. Cool. And it, as it turns out, Question. uh Question. Yes. Isn't he driving in a completely black titted uh Humvee? Yeah, no, yeah. maybe he switched to a unicycle. Well, it's really easy to notice the caravan of Humvees and large trucks. Okay. That is keeping Fair. to the Fibonacci spiral I around thought, Atlanta. I thought the hits were looking for his face. And I was like, how are you well, gonna see hits his face? We're looking for a bunch of things because <laughs> I used the I used the traffic footage to get where they were originally, so I would have seen the convoy. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the convoy is hard to miss. It's a bunch of very large trucks that are all moving together in a Fibonacci spiral. Is it more hilarious or more depressing that they can move in such an obvious way and nobody has questioned it for how long? I mean, I could do the same thing with a phone call. Anyway. Um, they are currently what looks like looks like they're on the inward track. They're heading back in towards Atlanta um, as they are passing through between Oh shit. Astrid, is there a uh like a again? Yeah, because they turned around and are going back up the spiral. Astrid, is there like a corner store or a seven eleven or a grocery something around like Walmart's right there. Fucking A. Okay. Um, I'll be I'll be back in twenty minutes, guys. What are you getting? beer mm. okay i'm coming with you then <laughs> okay there is literally a walmart like a, a 20 minute walk if that maybe uh, 15 it's like a 10 minute walk it's yeah far. i'm gonna be buying a lot of it so we may want to take somebody's wheels i mean we can take my bike Check duffel bag. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> let me let me let me go. Let me let me make some space and yeah, and I'll be yep. Runs upstairs, just dumps out a pile of drugs onto the kitchen table. Scrapes <laughs> it. Okay. Kayla, do you have a bag I could borrow? Backpack something. Uh, yeah. Uh, hold on. Astrid will go upstairs and just toss him a backpack. Awesome. You guys are the best. Okay. This is going to work. This is going to work great. I can't wait for you to get pulled over by a cop. 
<laughs> that would be impressive because I kid you not, it is literally there's the road that heads down into the 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 series of townhouses. The townhouses are on the left. The Walmart is on the right. It is literally across one road. Yeah, but a lot of the times, like right when you turn out, there's a cop right there. Yeah. Like it's pretty common. <laughs> I mean, you're not doing anything illegal, so it's not like they would be able to ticket you for anything. It would just be the big party. <laughs> Very large party. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, that's going on. I'm gonna... There is probably a point. Uh, I, I'm assuming that perhaps even where they are, where where they are right now, they are driving by a point with a with a public Wi-Fi access. Probably. I'm going to see if, if if there is anything in that convoy I can ping and get an IP address for. Go ahead and just roll me intelligence and computers. Okay. Just to see if you can successfully ping off of one of the potential computers in the convoy. God damn it. Looks like they're keeping everything relatively air gap to My try and God. Vampires that know what they're doing when it comes to computers. Must have a Nosferatu in the gang somewhere. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> a Nosferatu or 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 a young Bruja. Or or yeah, or a or a fairly young Bruja. Yep. Or, you know, the, the more obvious answer ghouls. But anyways. <laughs> we know that for a fact. Uh well that that's disappointing. I was hoping to be able to somehow get inside and just you know, kill the kill all the vehicles. Where is their next location? Large city location. Uh, sort of following it. Uh, they're in between right now, which is literally between two cities. Um, soon as I can find. Derp. And that was being asked to Kayla in character, so. Mm -hmm. I figured. I'm just trying to find the map oh, so I, I can. I, I know. Just making it clear that I wasn't using. They'd probably be passing through Lawrenceville next. Okay. Which is conveniently very close to where you're at right now. Happens to be the city we're in. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell where? Yes. They're well, black. Probably be passing through Town Square on their on their drive by. So, patterns that I can envision at the moment. We can either cause something that will cause something that will force a detour, force them around that location, usually for easily set up ambush of some kind. Or we can find a reason to clear out Town Square. 
and ambush them there. It looked like you were saying something, Jeremy, but I couldn't hear any of it. Oh, I, uh, uh, assuming that they follow the traffic laws, that should be doable-ish. Oh. Um, something physical that would force them to move them better than simply guidelines. Wonder how easily it would be to set up some sort of craft. In the next 15 minutes? Pretty easy. Sorry, that's out of character. <laughs> There's th things pop up there all the time. William, do I think that I have enough pull with local governments to be able to set something? That would probably require a roll, but potentially. Uh, could it potentially be a uh, manipulation and persuasion with my conspiracy dots roll? Like how you're aiming for the stuff that you're good at. I'm not, actually, because I only have two dots of manipulation and persuasion. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just, or would it be manipulation and politics? Uh, it would actually be yeah, politics. Manipulation politics, that works too. It would be manipulation politics, and you can add your, your dots and your conspiracy. Two successes. You can probably engineer something that would require the uh, that would require a police cordon to like block off traffic and detour everyone for a bit. Like, do I think I could some, do that? some kind of biological hazard that needs to be dealt with? Do I think I could do that in basically any city any center any city center they might be going through? Like probably uh, probably not downtown, but like in the outer city, the outskirts. Yeah, like any any of the any of the outskirts cities, you probably could pull that off with enough with a decent if we, level of ease so just sort of after thinking for a moment i can probably manufacture some sort of biohazard see uh some sort of residential problem involving a biohazard that would uh, Detour that would force a detour at through any of the suburban cities that they might pass through. If we have a list of those, we can which one would be most optimal for an ambush. Yeah, this get. Okay. Um. Lawrenceville's literally ten minutes away from you. So. Yeah, but if, depending on when Nikolai and Astrid get back. They might have already passed through. I'm not sure. It's gonna it's gonna be a couple of hours. They're they're moving at decent normal road speeds and a little bit under the speed limit. It'll be a couple of hours before they hit. Okay, so we've got a few hours before. What's their next location after that? Uh, after following the spiral here. After passing Lawrenceville, their next major stop would probably be right through North Metro right about 
probably draw that. You could probably draw that spiral right through Gwinnett Place Mall. Oh, Duluth. Yeah, right around Duluth. Okay. So, we have a few hours. We could set that up for lot once the hours get back. We from but Lawrenceville or Duluth. How long are we? Our preparation. Abandoned the better, obviously. Oh, Gwinnett Place Mall is practically almost entirely abandoned. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, for sure. We could force a, I could certainly see about forcing something that would, forcing a detour through the mall parking, through the mall parking area. That would that would not only that would not only put them in a much more abandoned area, but it would also ensure that they have limited escape options as the roads are fairly circular there. They don't have very many offshoots parking lot. William. Ye. Are archers guys still at the mall? Uh no, they just been meeting okay. there. Okay. I'm gonna say, you know, and it's a place that Everybody else, uh, uh, the the the, well, I guess just the few people that are left though now are but are are familiar with. They've been there before. We'll see when they get back at that. There's a whole thing. I I don't know all the details. I just know the amount that I. No, no, I'm I'm aware of activities. They're not the yeah. Well, let's see when they get back. Yeah. So about well, I'm at Walmart. <clears throat> yeah. So what are, you, what are you what are you looking for at Walmart? All right. He's he's, buy, he's buying fifty dollars of uh Blue Moon IPA six packs. Okay. You know, so the, like the, so like three. Okay. Because let's be honest, six packs of beer go for like more than they should. All right. So sixty dollars. He wants he wants four he wants four racks of beer. Yeah, you can probably get four for sixty. All right. He'll remember he needs some bed sheets because you know. Um. So he'll he'll buy those. Actually. Okay. Uh, Blue Moon, right? Yeah. Six pack. Yeah. Bottles or cans? Bottles. Uh, they're only about, got- they're only about ten bucks. Ah, never mind then. All right. So yeah, fifty. He'll 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 pitch in for a, a, a fifth rack. I worked at um, I worked at a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> See the the alcohol that I'm used to getting in six packs is more like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, no, this is this is kind of your bog standard. Um, and yeah, that's uh, some duct tape. Mm. I, yes, yep. duct tape is not hard. Yep. So yeah, grab those three things in a cart. Uh, what, what do you need, Astrid? Why do you need duct tape? Because we're going to be rigging some stuff up, okay. and we also might be restraining. Uh, oh, zip ties! Actually, zip ties would be. No wait, I think somebody had zip. Zero had zip ties. I think we'll be good. This will be backup restraint just in case. Plus, you know, mouth. Um. <laughs> Right. I think that's All everything we're going to need. Well, duh. Oh, no, I, was, um, I, was, I was gluing Holly in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I was cluing Holly because I think I think Astrid <laughs> thought we were just going for a beer run. <laughs> okay, this makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> we're going to be lighting vampires on fire. Cool. All right. Yeah. Um, if you don't need anything else, I'll pay for this, and we will get back don't to the your plus. What do you think the bed sheets are for? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, he's working straight out of the anarchist cookbook right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So he'll he'll have his 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 cocktail supplies, shove them all in backpacks and duffel bag, throw them on, clank his way back out to the motorcycle. Yep. And we can head back. All right. Just like a couple of minutes to get down to the apartment from there. And then he'll walk upstairs and immediately start opening beers and pouring them down the sink. Don't waste all of it. What? Oh, you actually want to drink this? Some of it? Sure. Okay. Just save your... All of it. There's a lot there. Save your empties. That's all I'm saying. Of course. Uh, I have plenty of alcohol here. She'll say to Kayla. Ah, but is it shitty beer? Yeah. Most of it. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at uh, looking at the the volume of bottles that have been acquired, uh, how much do how much like medical grade alcohol do you would it take to fill those? And you have thirty bottles like rubbing alcohol. Because if we want to light them up, I mean, you have a person that works for Big Pharma. <laughs> I mean, Jack, can you figure out what the what the fluid ounce is on a bottle of Blue Moon? It's a twelve ounce bottle. Most of them, twelve ounce. So yep, twelve times thirty. So it's three hundred and sixty ounces. Yeah, which is how much. I'm not good at liquid conversion. But About 12 gallons. So leaning, so tilting his head to the side, looking at it very quickly, counting it up, because Zero can do math where I Oh, wait, sorry. No, it's about three gallons. My bad. Yeah, about three, ga- three 12 gallons. 12 quarts, right. It's 12 quarts. Yeah, 12, 12 quarters. Just under three gallons. Do you need three gallons of, of, of rubbing alcohol? I mean, I was gonna just run down to the gas station, but sure. Gas station and styrofoam. Oh, we could make them stickies. Yeah, napalm. Gasoline also. Yeah, 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 let's go with that. Go. Um... Actually, I need. What? Actually, I know what I need. Uh, I'm gonna make a call, and I'm going to have somebody drop off some. Uh, uh, what's that jelly that burns forever? Napalm? No, 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 no. no. Phos- white phosphorus? No, 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 no. It's it's used in, it's used in it's used in stunt work for uh, for um, lighting a person on fire without actually lighting them on fire. Just I think it's just flammable gel. Petroleum? No, no. There, I know what you're talking about. Okay. At this point, Kayla stops and looks. Zero, can you get us actual napalm? 
Possibly. I mean, I can make actual napalm yeah. in well, faster than that if I've got the raw. Yeah, I was going to say, because we can do the jury rig napalm, but if, if we could get actual napalm before they get here. Well, yeah, no, not in the time it would take. Oh, okay, fair oh, enough. By the way, I say to the other two, I can create a bio, I can create a biohazard that causes a DRS anywhere in the outlying, anywhere in the outlying suburbs. Would you prefer to have them rerouted into the into the Gwinnett Place Mall for easy access? And familiarity. What um, what time of day would this ambush be? How many hours would it take for them to get into the Gwinnett Place Mall area, William? Probably four hours, which would put it just past sunset. After sunset, roughly four hours from now. That should be fine. There shouldn't be anyone there then. Hardly anyone now. Yes, but there Hardly definitely won't be anyone. Hardly anyone is still someone. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make a couple calls. One, I want to get some of that, um, and I, I want to get some of the the like gel that just burns forever, William. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna put that on a knife, uh, and probably also on me. Uh, I mean, be aware that the whole purpose of that gel is that it burns itself before it burns anything else. Yeah. So it probably won't do a whole lot of physical damage to people. Well, it burns itself, like, going down. But if you put your hand in the fire, it's still going to burn you. (laughs) I mean, yes. And if you stab a vampire, they're going to have fire inside them. (laughs) It's more, and if nothing else, it's a psychological thing. Yeah. Oh like shit! They've got fucking psychological fire. warfare. If I, if, yeah. if I, if you, if you stick flammable jelly that is currently on fire inside someone, it will burn them and the jelly at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying it won't be as pronounced a, a flaming effect as right. you would have with like napalm. No, but I can put it on my knife where I can't do that with napalm. <laughs> I mean, you can put napalm on your knife. Not, not keep the knife. <laughs> psychological edge is important, if nothing else. Yeah, it would be. It would definitely be a solid psychological <laughs> so edge. So I'm going to get a case of that because I can, I, and it can burn through and start burning on me, and I'll be fine. Psychological edge is um, my cover band. I'm going to get a case of what cover band? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is your what cover band? You too. You too. You too. Okay. Uh, I didn't hear. I'm going to get a case of that ordered uh, for immediate drop-off. Um, and also, uh, so that we don't have to go out, I'll have them pick up some a couple things gasoline. Any other materials you would... Uh, I'm good. Nah, I think we're good. Fine. So a little while later, a crate with a bunch of jelly and a three-gallon tub of gasoline is wheeled up to the door. <laughs> Open the door, bring it in. Are um, Archer and Alexander, like, asleep somewhere in her house? Uh, probably, considering they were here having conversations before you guys okay. had to head out because they were they were here in the morning because they because alexander had warded the that boarded the windows mm-hmm. um so they probably when you guys left probably went to get some rest until you came back so they're probably 
somewhere. By the way, it hasn't. By the way, uh, Nico, it hasn't been a full day yet. I'm still injured. Oh, well then, sit your ass down and let's have a look. I have two dots. I have two points of leaf. From where the where the briar wolves were chewing on. Astrid's gonna go up to her room and check the closet. I mean, she's gonna make sure the curtains are drawn and everything before she does that. But yeah, you open the you open the closet and Archer is indeed curled up. Okay. What what time of day is it? Still like mid afternoon? It, yeah, it's late afternoon. Sun will be going down in a couple of hours. Okay, she'll let him sleep for now. And what do you want me to roll for? Patching up Zero. Uh, intelligence and medicine. Intelligence, medicine? Okay, cool. Four successes. I'd say you could probably downgrade both those lethal to bashing. Will those two bashing be gone in the four hours that we have between now and the thing? Probably. I don't know how long it takes for bashing to hit. Bashing is usually uh, 15 minutes per point. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, definitely. Oh, all right. Don't pull your fucking stitches, though, okay? Hmm? I'll do my Otherwise, that will start bleeding again. I mean, you're going to be operational, but... Yeah. Mm. Watch that flank, is all I'm saying. Mm. I mean, tests out his range of motion. Fortunately, I don't think there'll be any vampires above me. Okay. Mm. You say that. Well, hopefully I'll be the one on top of the car as it burns. And then by saying that, you've made it likely. Oh, everything is highly likely. A random missile will drop on this abode while we're inside it and kill us all. See, at that point, I'm going to say that's probably not random anymore. That's not how odds work, but <laughs> sure, Zero. <laughs> it's possible. Yes, possible is not likely. Right. However, if you say it's unlikely that this horrific thing is going to happen, it then becomes more likely to happen. Also, this is reality, not goat simulator. So, you know, the missile thing is kind of. <laughs> I'll allow you to keep believing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, no, in goat simulator, uh, uh, as soon as Zarya dies, you're screwed. But. <laughs> I feel like you're talking about two different. There's only one goats. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> Let's prepare. Let's make some Molotov cop. Let's make some homebrew napalm. <laughs> yep. Homebrew Ast- napalm bottles. Astrid will come in the room. All right, just a warning. My brother's asleep in my closet. I haven't found Alexander. So just like look out when you're opening doors. I'll keep an you're eye out for any piles of ash. Are you saying that we've lost a vampire in the house? We have missed... I don't want to alarm anyone, but we've misplaced a vampire. 
That is just, an just a warning. I don't want anyone to, turning to ash that doesn't need to be. Is he like a cat? Does he claw? Does he like lash out if you open the door? I I don't know him well enough. Maybe. Well, when your brother wakes up, let him know that we accept him no matter what. Um, but we'll keep an eye out. Vampires do have. I, did you really just make a closet joke with about her vampire brother? I spend 80% of my paid working hours in the company of some of the worst rich kids this ca- this 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 city has to offer. You tell me. That doesn't necessarily correlate one. Why? Because that's where the money is. We should probably try to find the uh, one of the two vampires, just so you know, they're forewarned and don't come out while we're making napalm. As long as we don't lie to the problem, should yeah, just have to light it to test it and make sure that it works. Well, can we do that outside or something? Well, yeah, of course we're gonna do definitely. We're not gonna have to do that outside, but in fact. I think we should do most of the manufacturing of it outside as well. I don't know if we yeah, should do all the manufacturing yeah. outside because then it draws attention to the fact that we're making That's part of the problem. We have to do... Mm, you yeah, have to true. have like a garage space, right? Mm, no. It's, it's, it's a townhouse and there's parking lot out front. All right. Well, which of your bathrooms is Some your of most... those places about? I've lived have had garage space. You can... Which of my what? What? Which of your bathrooms is the most well ventilated? Uh, try the guest bathroom. Okay. Upstairs. I, I could also call, I could also call in sort of an emergency like medical. We're already here. We might attention. as well just nah. And that would also draw attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, again, no offense, but let's let let, let let's put a minimum of of calling outside people in to the place where our vampire buddies are. Let's be clear. The outside people on my, at least on my end, are my subordinates and employees. They answer to me. And I don't answer to anyone. I mean, that's... CEOs. I mean, yes. That's great, that's, but I have... That's less of an answering to and more of a, here's my quarterly report. <laughs> that's all well and good, but I have plenty of subordinates as well, and a lot of them I would not trust around vampires. I, I don't have any subordinates. Die. That's not relevant. I just wanted to say it out loud. Uh, Astrid, while you're walking around, go ahead and give me a wits and composure. Okay. Spot Alexander. <laughs> and zero. Okay. You don't you, you have no idea where Alexander's at. Okay. Maybe he left. Terrified I'm gonna like open a door and just During the re- during the resting period, Nico's going to go around and examine all of the ceilings. <laughs> Rolly with composure. Two successes. There's a there's a loose panel uh, in the ceiling um, above one of the hallways. He's gonna go find a post-it note 
and just draw a very cartoonish, like mostly eyes and fangs and a big question mark and just kind of stick it on there and then leave it. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, I'm going to arrange for I'm going to arrange uh, for the bio for the biohazard to take. I want it to take effect not far out enough that they will have ample warning to turn to turn out before they are would be affected by it, but also not right as they're coming in so that they'll know it's a trap. Yeah, like something breaks and it's you know and and it's traffic begins to slow down and then the detour gets set up as they're like a few minutes out to the point where they can't easily detour back. Yep, easily done. All right, so our de- our distraction and detour is set up once we're done. I suggest go to a location and repair. You walk by a few minutes later, uh, Nikolai, and the post-it note is gone. I look down on the floor to just see if it lost its sticky. Nope, it's not on the floor. He's going to write another one that's almost identical, but no question mark this time, and put it up there. (laughs) And go back to making his napalm. The next time you check, there's just a check mark drawn on it. Yes. <laughs> he feels slightly validated. <laughs> and also vaguely curious as to why Alexander is apparently such a restless sleeper. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of drawing stuff and sticking it on the ceiling next to where he is laying out. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you woke right. him up the first time and then he got in, then he decided to play along. It's <laughs> the lightest sleeping vampire I've probably ever met. I mean, you've, you've, you story told for Alexander. Does that not seem yeah, to that's, that seems about accurate. <laughs> so a couple hours pass. Uh, and you're heading for Duluth. You're you're going for the mall. Yeah. So that's about a twenty minute drive. So if you would like to be set up ahead of time, you'll probably want to get going. Also going to uh, see if I can use my pull to um, make sure that the fire and police department are concerned more about the biohazard than the large conflagration that will soon be occurring in the mall parking lot. That's a little bit outside your field. Fortunately, there is someone else in the group who has a certain amount of pull with the PD. I mean, less pull and more access to, but still. Six or one half dozen of the other. Yep. Well, find, finding that I that uh, realizing that I don't have the pull, I will realize aloud. So we're going to have to figure some way to keep the police and fire department from being more interested in our activity. Biohazard distraction. Well, I've spoken to our Molotov cocktails, and they've all been very agreeable, and they're going to burn as quietly as possible. <laughs> Hmm. 
that's my way of saying I have no fucking idea how to do that. Um, no, it's fine. Um, I am. I mean, we'll do this lo-fi. Um, I'm going to get on. Uh, um, couple network zero chats mm-hmm. and say hey uh, on a sec where when are we looking at coordinating this for i'll give the time it's it's about a, it's a couple hours from now we need all the atlanta we need all the atlanta police this and fire Gwinnett. and huh this would be Gwinnett. we're not actually in a Gwinnett, which that's what I meant. Sorry. Um, uh, Gwinnett Police and Fire Department. From uh, diverted fully away from from this address specifically, because I'm not all of the people that I'm contacting are in Atlanta and may not be aware of. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So I need you to 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 voip in some a lot of nine one one calls, directing in ways that direct police away from this. And I'll even throw out several. We're basically swatting everyone. Literally everyone. Keep them tied up for long enough for us to kill the vampires and get rid of the evidence. Uh, I will have a cleanup crew on standby, William. Mm-hmm. Cleaners are useful. Yeah. So that once we get once we get what we need, we can get out and they can come in and clean up the scene and make it look like something. So out of the dozen roles that I just did to determine for each of the network zero hackers that would respond, only one of them did not get any successes. Nice. That guy was just not having a good time. It's his daughter's birth. She wants it. Strange. <laughs> so. As the time draws near... To, to my daughter in the future, if she ever looks back and watches it, I'm not getting you a pop. But when he does, its name will be Butt Stallion. That's not a pony anymore. Horse. The difference. Also, don't swap people. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Or, yes. or abuse your power and position as a pharmaceutical conglomeration, as an international pharmaceutical conglomeration, in order to uh, murder. Take biohazard warnings. Take biohazard warnings and murder a caravan. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're Nazi vampires. Unless they're Nazi vampires. Unless they're Nazis. <laughs> Again, back to that brilliant marketing strategy. <laughs> Outrage is the same thing as popularity, right? Yeah. <laughs> we've been, That's what we've, the executive office has told me. We've been blocked by these all groups. <laughs> Thank you.
Milo's writing a book about us. <laughs> yes. If <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. So, uh, as the time draws nearer, uh, are you guys going to make any preparations for yourselves, or... I mean, I feel like 30 Molotov cocktails is pretty decent preparation. Okay, so the, the idea, the idea, William, you know the territory, so you know what I'm talking about. The idea is that they get navigated down, you know those those uh, uh, side lanes that circle around the parking lot? Yeah. So basically the idea is that they would have to, they would have to go through one of those isolated parts uh, in order to get to where they're at. So we would set up, my idea is that we would set up in the hedges that are on either side of that. Um, and probably like rig those, you know, the, the, the trees that they have in those. Yeah. Like rig one of those to, to be able to be pushed over in front or actually two of them on either side to be able to be pushed over on, uh, to block both going forward and going backward at the same time as me on fire steps out and starts throwing napalm because hmm. I can be on fire and not be hurt, so I can direct deliver to their vehicles some Wait, 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 wait. We're now, now we're doing, like, timbering trees in order to... How many Ewoks do you have working for you? We don't need Ewoks. <laughs> we can pre-cut and have them, like, sort of just balanced so we can... Push. That's my idea, anyways. Hey, yep. <laughs> Um, just because nothing stops them from just hitting the gas if there's not a physical obstacle. Uh, and then which, which is probably the point when when Nico asks uh, Kayla, who's been actually getting eyes on this, how many vehicles are in this convoy anyway? 96. No, I don't know. Six. Six. Oh, it's close. I had one. I had the letter, and I had the number in in my. I mean, theoretically, you had the same shape twice. You were on the right shape. It was just one um, of them was upside down. Um. One, two, three. Is it just going to be us? Yeah. So I have a few suggestions. We have been, I guess, cooperating is the right word with a group of werewolves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, they were going to join us the first time when, I mean, they did join us the first time, but then the colonel was gone. You'd like to make a call then? Yes. And I'm waiting for my brother to wake up because I might be able to get him and some of his guys also. Well, there's going to be a lot of fire. I might not having your Well, as long as they're not in the area where the fire is, we we can figure things out. But the more people we have, especially supernaturals, I feel like who would be in our favor. I'm not opposed. Run down. All right. She will go ahead and make a call to uh, Jack Cross. Yep. Phone rings twice. Hey, this is Jack Ross. How can I help you? Uh, this is um, Astrid. You've, uh, you've, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before. Sorry, I'm, I'm not a communicator. Um, I get you. What's up? We are about to go take down the colonel. Really? Yeah. 
And I was thinking you guys might want to get in on that. Where at? Uh, Gwinnett Place Mall. Where we met with our vampire friends last time. Yes. Sure, sure. I can get a group down there real quick. May wish to explain our ambush. I say, Astrid from the other side of the phone. Okay, our ambush is like out of character. Our ambush is what the cocktails. Yeah. Okay. We're going to be ambushing the and the cock game and throwing napalm at. Yeah, but we're we're planning a cocktail party. <laughs> right. So just to let you know, our ambush is. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be throwing some uh, napalm at them. Good to know. Do want to keep one of them alive? Isn't that my understanding? I mean, yeah, she'll, she'll say if possible, we would like to question the colonel, but if not, just kill him. All right. I think I can get at least a good half dozen of my folks ready for that kind of work. That would be very much appreciated. All right, I'll see you down there. All right. This is going to be good. I hope so. Hang up. Tell them, you tell them we want them alive. And then if they do kill them, we're like, eh. I, I mean, that's what I said. Say, say but if you tell them ideally alive, but if he dies, that's like saying, go ahead and kill him. Well, it, like if you're if you're not able to keep him alive, yeah, like, but we want to at least think we'll be at least a little upset if he's dead, right? Instead of telling them ahead of, it's like telling the kids when you go away for the weekend, you absolutely have to do this list of chores, or telling the kids, hey, we left a list of chores, you know, if you get bored. Though in this case, the children are eight to 12 foot tall killing machines. It's a goddamn simile metaphor. I feel like even telling them we want them alive, they don't really have an insight. Exactly. So we don't want to give them permission permission. anyway. (laughs) Just something to keep in mind next time we use werewolves to take out a bunch of vampires or we want to keep them alive. So after that, she's going to go upstairs and very gently wake up her brother because I feel like it's probably getting later. Yeah. So you, you, as the, as it, the sun is beginning to go down and the wards, the wards are still um, in place. So the sun is still mostly filtered out and with the blinds pulled, it helps. And when I say gently, she's probably going to open the door and sit on him. (laughs) Yeah. So you you open up the the closet door and he's sort of curled up, sort of halfway leaning in in the closet and you just sort of flop down onto just like on top of him. And he's mm-hmm. like, Kah! hey, that is not the best way to wake up a vampire. You should know. Oh, I'm sorry. This whole vampire thing's still new to me. Yeah, well. Can you get off me, please? All right. You're heavier than I remember. Whoa. Hmm. I've been working out more. 
that's probably it. So we're taking down the colonel. Good. Tonight. Huh. In two hours. <laughs> yeah, in like two hours. Okay. That's that's why I woke you up. So also I can't find Alexander. Did you look up? No. That's probably why. She'll look up. He walks out of the of the closet and walks out of your room and points up at a sticky note on the ceiling that has a vampire face and a check mark on it next to next to a loose ceiling panel. Huh. How long has that sticky note been up there? I don't know. I'm guessing one of your friends put it up there. Huh. All right. As the as the conversation happens beneath the uh, beneath the panel, the panel slides to the side, and you see Alexander's face peering out from the darkness. Can I help you? Yeah, we're taking down the colonel. Ah, it's about time. As and about vaguely Russian. Two hours. Right. Um, I suppose we should join you then. Uh, we also have Jack Cross and some of his people joining us. Excellent. They will probably be of significantly more help than the two of us, but... Oh, and just a warning to you guys. Um, our ambush is, like, we're throwing... What are they called again? Molotov cocktails. Yeah, Molotov cocktails at them. Supercharged Molotov cocktails. So you might want to like avoid that. Well, it's a good thing the two of us are uh, half decent marksmen then. And we will be able to stay back. Good. I don't want any vampires we don't mean to kill getting dead. Killed. I appreciate that. I will let the vampires charge headfirst into the flames. You mean werewolves? The, en- the enemy vampires, I should say. <laughs> also, we'd like to try to get like the colonel back for questioning, but if it doesn't look like we can take him back alive, that's fine. That will certainly be a task. We will find out. I mean, Nico sticks his head in the room. Oh my God, you are so bad at this. It is absolutely imperative <laughs> that the colonel be kept alive and captured, still able to be questioned. 100% necessary. It's really not. Cost. It's really not. I was going to say, I don't believe you. And then she just confirmed for me that I don't believe you. I, I, I shouldn't talk to people anyway. So I'm going to pack up the rest of this. We are using a scorched earth like methodology that I don't know if really it's hard to capture a rot trekking vampire, what I'm saying. It's it though. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's it really As we saw in Walking Shadow, it's very hard to capture a vampire while they're in Rot Trek. I mean, it depends. <laughs> Because they will do anything and everything to get away. Exactly. You just have to be better than the vampire. (laughs) 
which none of us are, but I feel like six no. werewolves might be. <laughs> I can cut off the vampire's legs, but he'll still try to crawl away. Yes, but then it's easy to keep him from crawling away. Because he doesn't have any legs. But then he starts right. lashing out with his teeth and claws, and not to cut his arms off, and at that point he's dead. <laughs> Do you not watch wrestling? You hold him from behind. He can't catch out with his claw his teeth. Claws, sure, he still can. You just chop his What if he's off. one of those weird vampires that just twists his neck around and bites you? I don't know. They don't exist. I don't know that. <laughs> Even for a vampire, generous application of a baseball bat eventually makes them quiet. He's a vampire. He's not Pazuzu from The Exorcist. I feel like a Shamasay could probably sculpt their flesh and turn their head around if they wanted to. Well, if it's a Shamasay elder, we're already fucked and this isn't going right? to go anywhere. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just envisioning Nico with a baseball bat standing over a, a quadriplegic vampire just going, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> die, motherfuckers, die, motherfuckers, steal. Stop fighting it! Stop fighting it! Just let it happen! Bang! Just let it happen! Bang! <laughs> Meanwhile, Sarah, standing off to one side on fire, goes, I think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nico's Not just yet, he's not dead. Keep it up! <laughs> More helping, less filming, Kayla, please. <laughs> Kayla, why are you making a snuff film out of this? <laughs> Not a snuff film. It's medical research. How much blunt force trauma does it take to kill a vampire? Uh-huh. <laughs> we're not trying to kill him, we're trying to torpor him. How much blunt right. force trauma does it take to kill a vampire who's had his arms and legs cut off with a flaming bowie knife? <laughs> exactly. This is a very specific line of inquiry we're following, but we're following it. <laughs> so. I don't think we have anything else to prepare. I didn't think so either. We know the plan. The rough semblance of a plan. Vaguely. 60% of a plan. 60% of a plan is better than 0% of a plan. Yes, it is. You have 60% of 40% of a plan. 60% of 40% of a plan is still better than 0% of a plan. Is it, though? Yes. Not necessarily. No, because it's still like 21% of a plan. 24% of a plan, actually. 24% of a plan. <laughs> no plan, it's just chaos. 24% of a plan, it's only mostly chaos. <laughs> 24% of a plan is called a high school theater production. Look, we've assassinated people on left, okay? <laughs> this is true. On less than a high school theater production? Yeah. On less than 24% of a plan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. You, guys, you guys assassinated Reinald Kledwin on less than 24% of a plan. 
Really? I felt like we had at least 30% of a plan there. <laughs> I would say you were pushing about 20%, and that's being generous. We had, <laughs> but anyway. we had 100% of a plan. We only implemented 20%. <laughs> it's a difference. <laughs> so, uh, as the sun goes down and it's safer for the vampires to emerge uh, without burning up, um, your group makes their way out of the apartment complex towards the Gwinnett Place Mall. I make a short. Good. Make sure that I've got my AirPod. Mm hmm. Just so you can be listening while you're killing. It's going to be vitally important because otherwise, all I'm going to be able to hear is the fire on my head, and I'd rather have the AirPods in so I can have music while I'm killing things. Mm hmm. This fire is loud, especially when it's right on your. <laughs> How would you know that? Anyway. <laughs> so, you arrive at Gwinnett Place Mall, and there is already a group of about six individuals waiting for you. And you can definitely make out at the head of them the sort of mafioso esque suited, tied. Head, hair slicked back, facially scarred form that is Mr. Jack Cross. Step out. Do any of the werewolves recognize me? Probably not, because okay. you're relatively new. Good. <laughs> ah. We are reinforcements. As the group of you emerge, um, Jack Cross recognizing Astrid sort of makes his way over. All right, so there's a wow, where did half of your group go? It's a really long story. All right, upgraded. Hi, I'm new. Who are you guys? Sure, upgraded. Yeah, I, I I'm kidding. We're the werewolves. This is Jack Cross. Promotion to Nico. This is our drug guy, and also uh, Shield Meat Shield. He's not a very good meat. I just happened to get hit first. That was the only thing that's happened. I'm supposed to, I am the medic. <laughs> Good to know, medic. I couldn't tell because you're carrying such a big gun. I mean, it hits hard, but... Mostly what I'm carrying is these, clank. Nice. Help yourselves, I've got 30. <laughs> Nice selection of Molotovs, Jack says, pulling one of the bottles out. It's sticky, so don't get any on you. Good to know. I start from making my preparation. 
which is going he'll, to be... Uh, he'll hand a couple out to each of the other werewolves. And I'll go ahead and explain the, 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 the plan for the diversion and ambush to Jack Cross. Mm-hmm. Pointedly never introducing this. Um, and, uh, um... So start explaining the plan. And as I'm putting... As I'm gathering up about... There's six of them, so twelve. I don't know. No. Uh, about six, actually. Yeah, six Molotovs, and putting them in various places on my belt. Uh, then, yeah, then gathering up the uh, the flammable jelly that I that I got, and starting to lather it onto my knife and arms and uh, like torso, so that my armor doesn't get eaten up. Mm-hmm. And then once I'm ready, once it's time, once it once it once it gets closer to time, I'll activate my plan, which will cover my head and my AirPods, so they don't need to have jelly put on. <laughs> I'm just keeping it tr keeping track of where they're making sure that that our convoy is getting where they need to get. Yeah. He diverts them. And I guess with werewolves now, we can have somebody, we can have people with muscle put things in front of the convoy so it can't continue. <laughs> so. As... You all prepare uh, and align yourselves as the as Kayla. You've got eyes on the convoy. It's definitely um, on the approach that you seem to note is the one that should be um, according to this, according to their pattern. Um, Zero, you notice the the. The detour has been set up. There's a number of individuals in like light hazmat suits that are currently uh, putting up biohazard signs and sort of detour, putting up detour signs for people to turn this way and that way. And one of the signs is pointed directly into the parking lot uh, that you guys are currently in. Uh, as Nico, you're passing out Molotovs among the werewolves in your group. And uh, your two vampire friends, Alexander and uh, and Archer, are taking out positions that are high and far, so that they can so that they can have a decent shot without having to be too close to the fire. Where would everyone like to hide? In the hedge, the actual physical hedge that is there, not the. What <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to remain very concealed from a vampire, hiding right? in the edge is not a bad place. <laughs> Until the knuckle of you shows up. But, you right. Know. I mean, yeah, well, at that point, it's trying to hide from one of the true fae, and the, the, you don't. You just don't. Hashtag sorry. No, but you court. still try, because while well, oh, it's yeah. not going to work, what's your other option? <laughs> Well, I mean, according to Summer Court, it's standing out there screaming your head off and flailing cold iron at it. Yeah. 
Is there a tree I can hide in? Probably. <laughs> Would you like to climb a tree? Yes. Die Go fight. ahead and roll me. Die. die fighting, don't die. Go ahead and roll me strength and athletics. One success. All right, yeah, you managed to climb your way up into a tree. Everyone else is mostly uh, set up? Yeah, I will position myself somewhere near the 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 the, 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 the um, medic with medical skills and a large supply of uh, uh, of of bombs because Kayla is smart and knows to stay next to the person who can keep her alive. And hand her explosives. And hand her explosives. You want me to make a you want a big stealth roll for him? Sure, if you would like to, to just hide. I'm hiding in the hedge. Uh parody stealth. I'm gonna Go needs to drink something. I'm gonna spend a will. <clears throat> Four successes to hide in that. Alright. Alright. <laughs> and Nico drinks his magic eyes. And I spend my activation my spend my willpower to activate Cosmic Call. And turn on my music. And it's at this time that uh, the six cars of the caravan begin to pull off of the main road through the detour of the parking lot as the first of the large trucks that is sort of sandwiched in front of and behind the Humvee um, begin to make their way onto the parking lot and sort of cut their way through the almost completely empty area. And it is. So I'm waiting for when the barricade gets pushed down, whether it's tree or anything else that I have decided on. Um, as soon as that hits and the convoy starts to slow down, I'm going to be using my butane torch to light myself up and then using myself to light two Molotovs as I step out of the hedge and start throwing. <laughs> Wait a minute. You set yourself on fire before you exit the hedge. Yes. So you step out of a burning head. Yes. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure we all had the visual correct. Yes. Yep. And, the and, and not that any of you can hear it, but what's playing in the AirPod is Hail to the King by Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> that is the most zero thing I can think of. <laughs> that is definitely the most zero thing possible. <laughs> so, and the song doesn't matter, just that it's Avenged Sevenfold. Play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, as, uh, as the caravan sort of reaches the perfect position with most of it sort of sandwiched between the parking lot hedges and the, the buildings of the mall itself, there is a sound of cracking stone and earth as a chunk of masonry is ripped from the walls of the mall and hurled into the into the engine of the lead car and crashes into it, uh, smashing the engine and basically dropping the entire engine block out of the front of the of the lead truck and forcing it to a stop. 
And as several, as six werewolves begin to pour out um, to make their assault on this six, on on these six uh, large trucks full of vampires and ghouls, that's where we're going to take a really quick break. Back of it. And we're back. And we are rejoined by our good friend, Craig. Sorry, everybody. All right. So we rejoin the fray as we go ahead and roll initiative. Have you had an exacto all night, too? Yes, I've had this exacto the entire time. <laughs> okay. Uh, my Bowie knife. I missed two hours and things go to shit. My Bowie knife is in the bedroom. Oh, hey, I've had an exacto, too. I mean, I got a chopstick. I've got a pocket knife. <laughs> My pocket. As knife. everybody grabs for whatever sharp metal implement happens to be closest yeah, at hand. I got my pocket knife as well. My Bowie knife, however. Delightful napkin here. I have somewhere around here a skull-headed mace. <laughs> I think Jeremy wins. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about somewhere around here, I've got a falchion back there as well. <laughs> I have like an arsenal in the garage over here. So. Uh, yeah, no, if we leave, if we leave rooms, then it starts to. Yeah, no, you're not allowed. Ask. Not allowed to leave a room. Not allowed I to leave. See a room. my I'm, daughter's I'm, recorder. I'm I'm calling it. What I think you, I would effectively clear the chat. What do you constitute as the room? Because I have an open. There is a plan. door. If there is if there is a door on hinges that you have to go through. Sweet. I've got a katana. <laughs> okay. So my door actually slides. It's not on hinges. It still counts. Sorry. Uh, Active. <laughs> Actual door Cause, barrier. Because we have to cross. This thing has sugar in we, it. We have an open. Floor, <laughs> we have an open floor plan. So until you get to the bedrooms, there are no doors. Okay, two house. of us have rolled the initiative that William called for like five minutes ago. <laughs> Sorry, I said I wasn't going to disrupt things, and then that's exactly what I've done. I can't believe we've done this, William. You're going to have to remove people off this initiative eventually, like you know, Nina. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, motherfuckers! Nina comes out of nowhere. Oops, I did not click on my name. Despite not having great modifiers for it, Nico consistently rolls really decent initiative. Nico also didn't have his icon clicked, so didn't get added to the initiative. I'll edit it then. Well, you don't have one on there is the problem. I'm getting there. there you Jesus. Go. You're right. You do consistently. <laughs> I rolled a four on mine. We've got gargoyles. Oh, gargoyles. Oh, then they can just handle it. Dibs on Hudson. Damn it. I'm going to get stuck with Brooklyn again, aren't I? <laughs> if the shoe fits, Jack. It doesn't. That's the thing. It <laughs> I mean, Demona is best anyways. So. Yeah, we know. Nobody apparently is going for it. Then I guess I get to be Goliath. <laughs> can I be Xanatos? <laughs> you can be Lexington. 
It's been so long since I watched Gargoyles that I have no idea what most of these characters are. Goliath, that sounds like a you problem. Goliath, that is definitely a you problem. That is, <gasps> oh, it's such sorry. A no, no, not you. Haven't done anything wrong. We're just yeah, regretting the fact that you're missing out. We just I feel mean, bad. Actually, Jack, I think you're Broadway. Okay, I'll take it. Physically, I'm Broadway, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, none of physically, none of us are Goliath. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> sorry, at the top of the round, pouring out of these six vehicles are the forces of the enemy vampires, which include. A uh, roughly in each vehicle, each of the vehicles has roughly uh, three ghouls and one vampire. So you've got six vampires and about eighteen ghouls to deal with, along with your friends. Do we get the surprise round? I mean, I feel like the surprise round is them in cars going, what the fuck's going on? And us just standing here being like, it'd be nice if the gay, they would get out of the vehicles. Well, I was going to set the vehicles on fire. Well, you can do that. Too. Or, 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 or apparently more appropriately, them being confused and us arguing about which gargoyles we are. <laughs> <laughs> like in character. <laughs> um, and so the their their first round is the group of them getting out of vehicles and readying weapons. Oh, that was uh, a bad move. <laughs> Mr. Phillips. Uh Paul is going to um reach into his satchel, pull out a sort of half moon shaped silvery object um, and look around and says, anybody who wants a little bit of insurance, uh, try to get your fingers on this ball. And um, then he will roll up his sleeve and slash it across the, uh, the it, actually probably the outside of his left arm. Uh, and uh, I'm going to do... Uh, one point of lethal damage to myself to get blood onto this thing. So you, you slice across the outside of your arm and just hold it up to the gash as it bleeds into it and the effect of the relic is activated. Uh, and I think of everybody in the party probably doesn't see anything different. Yeah. Um, That's the scale of Scylla, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I will do that and then sort of, um, I guess, lean back. If there's any kind of cover, lean back against the cover. But I will stay there for this round so that anybody who wants to can touch it. I'm nowhere near you, so I don't know what that is. I think it would be difficult for its effects to encompass someone on fire anyway. <laughs> what does the scale still do specifically? Uh, it makes you invisible to vampires. Yeah, no, it would uh, be impossible for that to affect me. <laughs> <laughs> I think they would still see the fire, if nothing else. Um, specifically, it, um, once you start to physically interact, as in you, part of your body touches them, they start to get uh, advantages on finding you. But up until that point, 
Um, I can read specifically to you. Uh, when applied, the blood soaks into the scale surface, leading, leaving behind an unnatural sheen. The user has no other indication that the relic has worked until they walk straight up to a vampire without arousing even the slightest suspicion. Uh, the hunter and any others who touch the scale simply disappear to their senses, heightened or otherwise. A vampire actively searching for the hunter can make a wits plus investigation roll, subtracting a penalty equal to the hunter's stealth score. Um, while it is fairly potent, the hunter must still be careful not to disturb her surroundings outside of anything on her person. If she draws attention to herself, any vampires in the area gain bonuses towards searching out the disappeared hunter. Causing a candlestick to wobble back and forth might earn the vampire plus one, whereas running bodily into the monster might add plus five to the creature's pool. Mm -hmm. Assuming you would have told people about that before we set up for our... Uh, yeah, Paul has been very quiet, I guess, yeah. for the, the, these plans. But uh, yeah, probably would have mentioned that. Okay. I know. Also, doesn't work because my plan of attack is to stab them with a burning Bowie knife, so they would have yep. been able to find me eventually. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds reasonable. <laughs> All right. So, uh, if that's going to be your turn. Um, Colleen, uh, will mostly hang back and just sort of avoid notice until she sees an opportunity to do something helpful. So she's not going to be active at the moment because she's trying not to draw attention to the people who held her captive for a while. Uh, Nikolai. Nico will reach out and do whatever that Paul said and then light a Molotov and huck it over the over the hedge at the closest target. Unfortunately, throwing a Molotov is one of those things that attracts attention. I figured. So it'll probably be easier for them to spot you. So you go ahead and throw me your Molotov. He's going to spend a willpower on it because this is his first one. And I don't know if there's like if anybody's gotten out of a vehicle. If they haven't, he's literally just throwing it up against the closest. They have, they have gotten out of vehicles. Okay. That is two successes. Nice. So basically two points of fire damage to whatever he hits and anything within three yards of it. All right. And it sticks and persists. Do, Ow. do Molotovs have any damage modifiers for the accuracy? It's a plus it's a plus one overall because they're non-aerodynamic. Yeah. Okay. But also <clears throat> it's fire. Yeah, but it is, it is also fire damage, which is aggravated for vampires. So you 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 pull the Molotov, light it, and hurl it, and it crashes across the body armor of one of the ghouls, and the Molotov, the napalm, just kind of spreads across him and the two and the two ghouls next to him, leaving the vampire, the one in that in that group that is not immediately caught ablaze, but he's also staring at three of his compatriots on fire with on his for his sanity. <laughs> and then Nico ducks down behind the hedge again. Kayla. All right. Um, oh, this is going to go bad. It's fine. Let's do this. Um, I, yep, yep, yep. All right. You know what? I'll throw willpower into this because I don't want it to land on me. 
Are you also throwing a Molotov? Yep, I grab one out of the. I I grab one out and I miss. Wait, that did you not. didn't add your willpower on that. <clears throat> I hit for one damage. <laughs> yeah, and are you aiming for the same group or? Uh, probably yeah. Okay. I'm assuming like the group that's closest. Yeah. And I'm right next to him, so. So you, you also light your Molotov and throw it in the same place, and it splashes across that guard who's already on fire, and so he, he's already recoiling from the first one, and then the second one catches him again, and he's just even more on fire than he was a minute ago. Excellent. Um, and him and the, and the other two, and now that that second angle was just slightly off to the side, and so it actually manages to brush across the vampire of their group of four, which means he is now starting to be on fire. Yeah. Which is not good for his sanity. Fire, fire. Uh, with the friendly vampire's turn, um, uh, Alexander and, and Archer, who are both standing a good distance away from the battlefield where all the fire is going on, um, <laughs> both pull uh, some... Uh, their their pistols and just kind of take aim and start to take a very uh, focused fire because they're gonna they're gonna go for accuracy over over rapidity for this for this particular fight right now. So for his first shot. Oh fuck! I forgot to declare my thing. Damn it! Five successes. Um, so. And then he's Archer's gonna follow up. It's another five successes. Damn. Oh, I like these guys. So uh, Alexander and Archer both sort of focus on one of the. Uh, they they look over to the next group, and the uh, the second car, and two of the of the ghouls that are guarding the vampire in the second group both immediately fall as they both just plant shots directly in the neck. Of the of the two ghouls, or two of the three ghouls that are standing guard, uh, Zero. So on fire, flaming Bowie knife in one hand, Molotov lit Molotov cocktail in the other hand. Um, this first group is already on fire, so I'm going to hold off on throwing the Molotov. Instead, I'm going to rush straight in, uh, and okay. I'm going to try to plant. Uh, I'm going to try to plant this flaming Bowie knife into the chest and heart of the vampire. All right. Uh, I've got my advantageous angle for my Spetsnaz knife fighting, so his defense is minus one during the attack. So that'll put it at two rather than three. So the burning man steps in. <laughs> Welcome on to fire. Let's go ahead and because I want to make an impression. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a word. Minus it. two. Plus one. Only two points of damage, but it is on fire for what that's worth. <laughs> yep. So you rush forward past the people who are also on fire and drive your knife into the, the first vampire who is smoldering and now is probably more on fire fires inside him now <laughs> astrid 
my favorite part is that armor does Does she have a visual on the colonel yet? Not yet. Okay. Um how many ghouls are standing right now? Uh mm, all but two of them. Two of them are dead, three of them are on fire. Uh so of the eighteen, there are sixteen left. Okay. All right. Um you said there were three cars. Six with cars. One, six cars, I'm sorry. Six cars with a vampire per car. Yeah, one vampire per car, three ghouls per car. Carl's like in the middle. All right. All right. She's going to start making her way to um, to one of the cars in the back of the line. Mm-hmm. And just start um, start taking down ghouls with her axes. All right, you can go ahead and make me an attack with your with your axe. Mm-hmm. Zero successes. Yeah. See, so you, you run up. And try and bring your axe around, but these guys are ready at this point, and they manage. He manages to push aside the axe without taking the hit, uh, which then brings it up to the werewolves. Um. I enjoy being a character that walks right up to vampires and shoves a dagger inside. <laughs> By the way, I knit it. <laughs> <laughs> Get you a kukri so you can start taking off some heads. Mm. So Jack, Jack Cross, and Jack Cross and Reno both sort of rush up towards the ones, the towards the the group that that Alexander and Archer had thinned out already. And the two of them just rip through the last ghoul, and then the vampire. They both sort of corner and with one on each side, just kind of drive claws through through his chest until he stops moving. Uh, the rest of the werewolves move on to the third uh, of the six cars. Wishbone, wishbone, wishbone. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want a Jack Russell in costume? No, it's the it's the. Ta- I know. <laughs> not my favorite pack tactic that we never got to use. I know. As as uh, the other four werewolves rush into the next group of ghouls and two of them grab the grab the vampire uh that is that is in that particular group and one and both just grab a pair of limbs and just rip and the 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 vampire comes apart just in half as as the two in full war form just grab a leg and an arm each and just pull and the vampire splits apart at the seams so I'm down behind a bush, but shouldn't the mundanes that are out there be making resolve and composure rolls for war werewolves and crinos? <laughs> um, Get. I'm going to say that you already have seen this before because you have worked, at least most of the group has worked with, uh, with the werewolves right. before and they've been in crinos before. Um, also, so I've, I've, I've hunted werewolves before. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to wave it because they're not active because they are on your side at the moment. Okay. 
Oh, cool. No problem. At the moment. <laughs> Just saying. It, if, they, <laughs> if they weren't on your side, I'd be saying yes. Oh. <laughs> I forgot to add in my specialty dot for my knife attack. Oh, well. Oh, well. It'll come back around. Uh, and that's going to be the werewolves. The remaining vampires. Um, uh, add in a. I'm just going to add an extra damage dock to my Bowie knife. For that's what I do, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who is a good target? The flaming guy. No. <laughs> Explicitly not a good target. <laughs> I'm the best. By the way, because it's now their turn. Is there a chance that anybody attacking me might accidentally explode one of the six Molotovs that are on my body? Probably not, just for the sake of not having to roll that every time someone attacks you. Damn it. <laughs> I just really like the idea of, hi, hit him. Kaboom. <laughs> but first, the one vampire who's on fire needs to roll the not rot truck. He failed. He's rot trekking. Yay! He's got fire. His willpower was not super him. high. I feel like once the fire is in you, you can't not rot trek. And you can. You all alone. I mean, fire inside you tends to be snuffed because there's no oxygen inside you. But there is from the hole that I made. <laughs> not enough. Not remotely enough. <clears throat> but the uh, the other the other ghouls and vampires start to open fire and engage in combat with the with the rest of the group. Um, Nikolai. You threw an I'm effective Molotov. <laughs> you, might, you might be behind the bush, but you threw an effective Molotov. I did. That's a good question. And they can are see we, you. Are we invisible to the ghouls? You're definitely not invisible to the ghouls. No. The vampires might have a harder time seeing you, but... Just the vampires. And that's only, that's only if they don't have cause to look for you, which throwing a Molotov at them definitely gave them. What? Damn it, well, Nico. Well, I... I I I, I I would say that that if they didn't have cause to look, they wouldn't even get to try because they're they're invisible. If they have cause to look, I think they get to make the rolls. But it says that I mean, unless there's a physical, I mean, if bumping if if, if moving a candle gives them plus one, I would say throwing a Molotov at them gives them a significant boost. Yeah. For I, sure. I, I, the, the only question that I have with regard to that is, did they notice the Molotov? flying through the air from the point at which it left his hand or do they notice it when it smashed among them and lit them on fire i mean I would, argue, I would argue that this isn't a realism issue this is and that ability is broken as shit otherwise <laughs> <laughs> also, also vampires have it but i gave up my watchful caris for this vampires have <laughs> it's better it's better for stealth missions not for open combat scenes um, but Continue vampires have va vampires have sort of an innate phobia of fire, so I feel like as soon as a Molotov leaves someone's hand, there is sort of that immediate sixth sense of there's fire coming at me. That, that <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and of course that is totally fair. I'm just I'm just playing no. Egypt advocate. No, I mean, uh, did Kayla throw a Molotov? Yes, but Kayla is also right next to Nico, so functionally... <laughs> Paul and Colleen aren't noticed. 
noticed. <laughs> right. Yeah, Paul and Colleen have not been noticed yet because neither of them have taken any aggressive action. Um, also, they're aware. So, but like, but like the sanctuary spell in D anD D, once you start getting into the thick of the fight, it doesn't help as much. Um, so, Nico, what you how what you you have bullet, you have, you have armor that protects well. I've got bullets. bulletproof vests. Yep. Yes. I did give everyone a bulletproof vest, and Drew was the only one that didn't take it. So I what, have my own. What is your armor? Uh, is this against firearms or melee? Firearms, firearms. Uh, minus two. There, minus two. There aren't any bugs in the bulletproof vests. No, that one's... Why would you put the bugs in the bulletproof vest? Those take bullets. Yeah, I mean, Those that's, would break that's, the that's bugs. A silly, Those that's a silly hit, way to right? put the... Yeah, that's a silly place to put I'm not saying. I'm not saying that she's not taking one of yours because of concern of bugs. She's taking... She's not taking one of yours because she has her own that is fitted to her. <laughs> that's why Nico didn't take one either. <laughs> he already had one. <laughs> so... Um, so you said minus two? Minus two. All right. And these guys are actually well equipped because these are the people that guard the, that guard the, the colonel. Yep. So now are they shooting at me through the hedge? Can I argue for a minus one for obstructed? Sure. But they're still firing an assault rifle at you. So oh, right. yeah, no, it's just, they'll have a little bit. The good news time. is you have cover. The bad news is I'm the cover. <laughs> the cover is plants. Because <clears throat> as as one of as one of the ghouls that isn't on fire sort of turns and spots you, Nikolai, and levels a bull pup at you, and just kind uh -huh, of uh huh uh huh uh huh uh huh. That ain't that ain't that ain't. Gonna <clears throat> no, a bull pup is a submachine gun. Yeah, that's a subby. Mm -hmm. A bullpup is a nickname for the P90 and similar guns. Specifically the highly compact configuration thereof. I mean, it also You can they they make shotguns that are bullpup yeah. config as well. Yes, yeah, yeah, but yeah. primarily it's it's a submachine gun or an assault rifle that's heavily cut down. Uh, it's, it's, no, it's it, the action and trigger are behind the trigger. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with the mag in the action. Button. That's four lethal that is downgraded to bashing because you're wearing a bulletproof vest. Yay, body armor. <laughs> how does bashing work again? And I, I always forget how bashing works when filling it in that. Does it take up uh, a full slot or is it two that take up one slot? Or... No, it yeah. takes up a full slot. It's just if you get if you get filled up with bashing, you don't die, you just fall unconscious. Right. Once you make your resolve if you make your resolve in stamina. Or if you fail, your resolve in stamina. Uh, and then uh, someone yeah. else is gonna getting filled up. Then it starts turning into lethal. <laughs> someone else is gonna fire their shotgun at uh, at uh, Kayla. What is what's your total armor, Kayla? Uh, my total armor is hold on. Sorry, many tabs. Uh, it's many full, tabs. so it's two three. Many tabs, left side, handle it. <laughs> uh, 
So two for ballistic? Yeah. Uh, Belize, yes. Yeah. First number okay. is guns. As one of them, as the as the the ghoul next to the one who had the assault rifle levels the Winchester at uh, at Kayla. You silly man! Don't you know that's only good for killing supernatural things? <laughs> Apparently so, because he only gets one success. That's one point of lethal that turns into bashing now for I'm you. Just picturing him like shouldering Dean Winchester like a shotgun. <laughs> no, no, the Winchester, mm-hmm. the gun. In the in, in in the series, uh, it's called the cult because it's a cult. <laughs> it's a cult Winchester. Anyway, anyway, um, and then there's the group that Astra is trying to take access to. So, uh, and you're in point blank with the one who's firing against you. So you actually also get to add your defense. So what's your defense, Astrid? Um, two. Two. And your armor? And the bulletproof vest subtracts one from your defense in exchange for the armor? Yeah. But the defense will already have that subtracted in, so she Oh, is it? Okay, so it should be at two? Yeah, so it'll be be minus four to to the point blank, at least. Oh, right, right. You had your melee rating or your ranged rating? I guess you had your melee rating. Nope. No, yeah, you're right. it, it, it's the weapon type, not the not the range. Right. the oh. The type of armor you apply oh, is based on. Your vest gives you three on the on the melee. Yes, the two. The the first the first number is bullets. Oh, first bullet. I, I, I as are you sure? Because I thought first bullet was melee. That Let me be, check. That I'll might check. be right. I don't know. It's just it. It doesn't specify. It just says armor rating number slash number. <laughs> it doesn't tell you which one means which. Yeah. Uh. Sorry, nope. Second number is the uh, is the ballistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Never mind then. Yeah, because right, because guns have a higher damage, so the uh-huh. have the second one. All right, so it's minus minus five then. Good, because this guy's got ten dice, so he's only rolling five of them. <laughs> Doesn't make yeah. It would make less sense for a bulletproof vest to be better at defending against a knife than a. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. So uh, it's only going to be two lethal damage that only is downgraded to bashing because you're wearing a bulletproof vest. Okay. And now the other three people there try to murder. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> and then the other ones. Uh, no so... one's attacking me. Yeah, because you're on fire. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm on fire and in the middle of them, too. There's the... <laughs> Uh, second guy misses completely. Third guy misses completely. Wow, with five dice, can't get one success. Yay. I mean... Uh, the vampire has slightly more, though. He's got eight dice, even after the armor. I rolled ten dice and only got two successes, so... All right, uh, that one hits a little bit harder. That's four damage to you. It's all going to be downgraded to bashing because he's, you're, you're wearing a bulletproof vest and he's shooting okay. a gun at you. All right. And then, after all of the groups have been engaged, either with vampires and werewolves or with your group, out of the central vehicle, the large Humvee that's sort of flanked by all the trucks, steps very casually, very nonchalantly, this tall, 
pale individual with the hair kept very short and neat, his face scarred and pocked from years of battlefield experience, very short and neat mustache with the military jacket and the overcoat. The colonel emerges from the Humvee. Ah, so this is the cell of hunters that has been giving me so much trouble. And he slowly pulls a fresh Luger that is not the one that uh, Craig had pulled, so he apparently <laughs> had a second one. Stay short and neat. I just want to be clear. How far across the left does it go? <laughs> it's it's not it's not the Adolf. It, it's it's saying, very... If he's really dedicated, <laughs> he would go the full... Spider-Man's fat. Adolf uh, Hitler, Charlie sorry. Chaplin. <laughs> I can't think of anybody else who had it. <laughs> oh, plenty of other people had it. It's just nobody does it anymore for good reason. Nope. For obvious reasons, yeah. No, he's he's got more of like the the John Waters, like the the very pencil thin. Yeah, the pins, the yeah, the pin. Well, now I just can't take him serious. John Waters, <laughs> this is the creep. <laughs> Are his arms T Rex nine thing John Waters has ever done? Got to get your knees flexing and your arms T Rex and creep. <laughs> uh, all I'm gonna say is pink flamingos. <laughs> And so, in my hometown. And as as people are making jokes about his mustache, he just kind of levels <laughs> he the, flat out murders one of us. <laughs> yeah. He just kind of my mustache. <laughs> he just levels the pistol. And you know what? He's a tactician. He sees he sees someone who's got more Molotovs and also seems to have a med kit and also a submachine gun. God damn it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You dick. <clears throat> Does he see? He was in the car with them all. Yes, he does because he's an NPC. <laughs> he he sees what he needs to see. With with the one shot from the Luger, he just kind of levels it, takes aim, and pulls the trigger once, and you feel the bullet slam into your chest, right above your heart. But the bulletproof vest is so thankfully saving you as you take four points of damage. Doot, 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 doot. Hey, look who has to make a resolving composure. <laughs> or stamina and resolve, sorry. Blah. Wow, you don't have a lot of health, do you? I started with two lethal. <laughs> Three successes. I'm still conscious, motherfucker. <laughs> Iron stamina is helping you out, yeah? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, as, you, as, you, as you feel that bullet punch you in the chest, your entire world goes white for a minute, but you manage to retain yourself. <laughs> Whatever he's shooting, it's got some kick to it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Those aren't normal Luger bullets. Uh, and that'll end the colonel's turn. Paul. Target acquired. How far is the colonel from Paul? Probably about... You're, at, you're near the head of the convoy. Uh... And he's dead center, so about three car lengths. Okay. Um, can I can I move stealthily closer until I'm about thirty feet away from him? Probably. Okay. I would like to do that, and then I will stand thirty feet away and make a jabbing motion with my hand. 
and attack him with my Doru talisman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I will do that from behind something if I can at all arrange that. So should I make a stealth roll to start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. And he has not noticed me yet because I'm I'm still technically invisible, right? Yeah. Did Colleen touch the scale? She did not, but she's just hiding on her own. Can I reach it out to her so she can touch it before she does anything? Uh, she's not near you. Okay. All right. Um, make the. How, it, it's not at all dark, right? Uh, no, it's well lit. There's street lights. Okay. And fire. <laughs> and lots of fire. Lots of fire. Three three successes on the stealth roll. I'm trying to hide. I, I guess at this point, despite the fact that I'm invisible to, to the vampires, I'm trying to hide more from the ghouls than from anybody else. Yeah, and the ghouls are currently contesting with werewolves, so I mean, you managed you managed to cl- to quietly make your way through. I can say that like Adam Driver, ghouls, ghouls. <laughs> but just to be clear, are we saying that the magical potential world ending? MacGuffin, who we let come with us on a uh, uh, on a fight with the with the 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 super bad vampire, has now vanished from everybody where everybody might know them to be. <laughs> we, we, we just have, ended the world. Folks. We have other things to be preoccupied with, right? And that is vampire. Um, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use willpower on this, if I may. Right. Go for it. Wow, that is two damage for a lot of dice. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. <laughs> See, you sort of grip the Doru talisman like a spear and thrust forward, and these these these. Gash marks open up along the side of the the colonel as he looks down at them and sort of, well, that is certainly unusual. Uh, And I'll bring it to Colleen, uh, who is going to uh, keep herself hidden until she is needed. Uh, Nikolai. So Nico, having gotten knocked on his ass, grabs a bottle and chugs it. There we go. Six okay. successes. Hopefully so that is the right one and not the bottle of napalm. <laughs> no, this this looks like a day's good. Ah! S heals either one point of lethal or two points of bashing. Dude, dude, dude. Is that a full heal for you? Uh, no, I'm at three bashing now, but no lethal. <laughs> and I'm assuming that takes my action, so he is just going to get some distance and prep another Molotov. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um... I did not need to spend an action to heal. I know there's I know there's a penalty for trying to use an elixir on someone who isn't uh, an ascending one. 
Uh, let me look into that for you. Hmm. I was under the impression that they just can't because it's fucking poison. Yeah, it's absolutely poisonous. It's just, I believe that it's possible to try and give an elixir to someone. They suffer a massive penalty to try and using it. Like minus four, I think, or something like that. Oh, fuck. Let's torch. Let's, let's, let's. It probably won't kill him. Let's set the kernel on fire. Or try. More willpower. Hey, he's kind of on fire. Unless he has fortitude. Yeah. Nope. Absolutely massive. And any failure on drinking it is treated as a dramatic failure. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys don't get to drink these. No. Just no. He's not going to let you. No. <laughs> but, but what if. He's not going to give you something that is more than likely to kill you than help you. It's like trying to drink a witcher's elixir when you haven't done the trial of the grasses. But what if? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, kaboom, crash. Yeah, so you throw, you throw the Molotov and it crashes into the colonel and he catches fire as, as you see the... The, the the expression of confidence turn into uh, very sort of annoyance. Annoyance, yes. <laughs> Excellent. I have been annoyed a super old vampire. It's gonna be more panicked in a minute. <laughs> My life's work is complete. <laughs> I made him notice me and he wasn't happy about it. All I ever wanted. <laughs> friendly vampires who are going to go ahead and open more bullets up and continue rolling five successes on their shots. Good boys. Archer got six. As as Archer and Alexander continue to level, level bullets and take single shots that just punch right into the necks of their targets as a couple more ghouls fall. Zero. Uh, how far am I from the colonel? About uh, saying a car length is probably two or three yards. You're probably about seven or eight yards. And how many... The, the werewolves took out the group like right next to mine, right? Like mm -hmm. The next car up? Because I'm at the first car. They took out the next car. Is the car after that his? Uh, the fourth car is his. The fourth car is his. So what's happening the group between the first group of werewolves and his car? Uh... Alexander and Archer have taken out uh, most of them. There's the vampire left standing, and he's not looking so hot. Okay, so leaving this group on fire, as I do, uh, I'm going to sort of beeline towards the colonel. Okay. And introduce my flaming knife to his impeccable suit. <laughs> and him at the same time. No, just the suit. You can, you can pick one. <laughs> cut to ne cut, cut to next week's uh, uh, pre uh, um, pre start uh, debriefing moment from the future. So, how did Zero get torn into seven pieces? <laughs> he fucked up somebody's suit jacket. Uh, the defense you're really dealing with is five. Uh, minus one for my advantageous angle. Oh, wait, no, that's every other turn. I can only do that every other turn. Um, so it's going to be minus five. 
He hasn't been. Uh, he's been attacked. Doesn't his defense go down for everything? Only, if, only if he actually gets to apply his defense. Regular bullets don't. Gotcha. Uh, I'll spend a willpower. That's only my. Also, his defense is real high. <laughs> three, hey. three on fire damage. Yeah, as you rush forward, as, as he takes the splash from the Molotov, and then you rush forward and drive the knife between his ribs, and he looks down at it and looks back up at you. It's only like three seconds in, so we're still on the we're still on the the like intro guitar part of Hell to the King. <laughs> Astrid, he, he vaguely hears Hail to the King from inside the plasmic call that's on fire. <laughs> got a weird. Where is the Colonel? Like from where I am. Uh, two cars down. Uh, currently engaged with uh with um zero. zero. Um, all right, I'm going to try to actually hit these schools that are on me right now. So I'm going to attack them with the axe. And three damage. Nice, nice. Hard those boys up. Mm -hmm. So you drive you drive your axe into the uh, the ghoul in front of you, and he takes it, but he's not liking it. He's not doing so well right now. Oh, which then brings it back to the werewolves. Come on, cleanup crew. As the werewolves continue cleaning out. I'm really glad that I have like just a macro so I can just type in how many dice I'm rolling. Yep. Easiest way to do it here. It just makes me able to roll like the five or six attacks that I'm doing here real quick. Okay. One of them got five successes. Nice. Murder. As the werewolves start to rip through more of these ghouls with fang and claw, and one of the uh, and Jack Cross sort of reaches that one vampire that's left on the car between the one that that's left in uh, at the third car uh, that that was being gunned down by Alexander and an archer, and just kind of grabs that vampire and just kind of picks him up, grabs the neck in one hand and the shoulder in the other, and just presses apart and just rip, just pops the head off of the shoulders and just tosses it to the side. Now, this is important for aesthetic reasons. Does he pull the head off and it just comes out as a head, or do you get the nice bloody tail spine as well? Uh, there's a bit. There's a bit of the spine, but okay. as 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 he's as he's pulling it out, he just kind of twists and and snaps it off. Yep. So that he only so that he can just toss the head off to the side. Okay. So he doesn't completely tadpole the guy. Yeah. Intentionally. Please right. sub zero the guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, but as we come back around to the top of this round, and as the as the colonel looks up and over at Zero, who is standing in front of him, please. Am I taller than him? Yes. 
fire. He, see, he looks up at Zero. Please, you don't know what you're dealing with, he says, as Shadow begins to suffuse his form and dark energy sort of begins to drip off of his body as the flames on him extinguish as he stands and just slowly raises the pistol towards Zero's forehead. And that's where we're going to end for the week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.